I can have cats here and then no, the co CEO of Story in Advent, an alliance in one hole, Losek and Isaac. I'm also the co-host of the Connect Cats Rear Chronicles. It's a weekly show about Ames news every Tuesday at 2015 Eastern Time Zone. Last week we talked about the history of the Calvary State. We learned that they are disciplined and efficient with a strong emphasis on the duty, loyalty and hard work. Governed by powerful mega corporations. What are those mega corporations? That's what we're gonna talk about today. The eight largest and most influential corporations within the Calder State. That's the second episode of five about the Calder State. I hope you're gonna enjoy to dive into this episode with me. Please keep in mind that I'm doing that podcast to get better in English. So I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> CPT. The CBD Corporation is one of the biggest import export specialists in Calgary Spain. It has established trade links across the cluster with a huge amount of goods in constant flux across the border of the Calgary State. Though relatively young in years, as far as Calgary Makeup Corporations go, CBD has bowled up of tremendous net of associates over its comparatively brief lifespan and is today quite possibly the mega corporation most connected with every level of culinary society. CBD has been known to call in favors from questionable elements of society when more traditional channels have failed. And out of all the big hates members, it has become known as one of the most ruthless with its business practice, though it is not above the occasional bit of extravagant philanthropy. If it serves CBD's interests and proves the result in positive public relations. Yes, Yoda. Yes, Yoda is one of the oldest Calgary mega corporations, formed shortly after contact with the Galante. Conservative and conscious in this business dealings, Yes, Yoda focuses mainly on try and test subsistence industries, such as agriculture, mining, and consumer products. Its operations are largely confined to the state itself, although it has partnerships with foreign companies to market its products in foreign territory. Yasuda was also the first corporation to champion development of the MTAC for use in the inhospitable polar region of Colory Prime, before making the blueprints commercially available and working with the Calgary Armed Force during the first Galante Calgary War to upgrade and arm them for combat use. The corporation still holds the right to many fundamental and tight design principles, property that it scarcely protects to this day. 
Yes, Yoda's corporate culture has evolved very little over its long history. It's an extremely conservative organization with business strategies that lean heavily toward old-fashioned corporatism and established tradition. The corporation is still largely controlled by the family that founded it, and the social pressure on Yasioda employees to conform is as great as ever. Even for the Calder state, where such pressure is a part of daily life. When the Calder Providence Directorate came to power, Yasuda was one of the loudest critics of the political arrangement and often led opposition to executor it with the CEP, alongside Aishu Khan. Under the guidance of late CEO Otro Gariucci, Ishkan became one of the leading corporations in the cluster, specializing in the production of high-tech equipment and machinery. It possessed some of the most advanced technology outside of Javian space and was instrumental in the development of capsular technology and capsular-based fight. Ishkan was for a long time the weakest of the Calder Mega Corporation. Its main business model initially revolved around research and development, though it was rarely able to benefit greatly from any of its discovery. Only in the last centuries or so has it bloomed, and it is now in the process of becoming one of the most powerful corporations in the Calder state. Well known for maintaining an exceptional high standard of living and support for its employees under the regime of Otro Gariucci, the corporation continues to follow this legacy under its new CEO, Mens Ripola. The harshest and most open critic of both the Calder Providence Directorate and Tibus Head. Ishkan came close to bankruptcy during Head's five-year reign as executor of the Calder Estate, due to both an inexpensive philanthropic legacy left behind by Otro Gariucci and trade restriction placed on its dealing by the CPD as a consequence of its opposition. The Ishukan Corporation now also administrates the Calderi District and Calderi Prime. After the Galante Federation's successful execution of Operation Islander, which removed the Leviathan class Titan Shigeru from orbit, ending the half decade long siege of the Calderi home world. Kala Kyoto. Led by the revered business tycoon Atakan, Oritsu, Kala Siota, or Keke as it is affectionately known, is the largest mega corporation in the state. Keke has its fingers everywhere and in everything. Given its sheer size, Kala Hyota is the closest of the corporations to being a state within the state. 
it's humble beginnings date back to when the Caldari people were under the wing of the Galante Federation. The corporation initially dabbled in trade with the Galante but soon became hugely successful in real estate, construction and manufacturing. Kiki was at the forefront of the Caldari opposition against the Galante Federation a fact that is still used to great political effect today. After the rise to prominence of civil heads during the cult and reconstructions riot of YC-110 and his subsequent usurping of a rich from the chief executive position that she had held for four decades. Kalak Yota suffered of a decade of heavy mismanagement and misappropriation of corporate funding that brought it close to filling for bankruptcy. After Hedwell forcibly removed from office, a number of fire sales of assets from smaller corporations, winning its portfolio allowed the corporation to maintain solvency. Still the largest and most powerful of the big hate, Kalas Kyoto is now on the road to recovery after the reinstatement of Arichu as chief executive. Five years after she was forced to part ways with the corporation by the Calgary Providence Directorate. Laidai Laidai has always advocated quality over quantity. Taking pride in designing and manufacturing produce at the highest standard. With several energetic research programs that reveal the great Ishkon in their scope and forward thinking audacity, Laidai is the maker of a vast and varied range of products. From high-tech medical equipment to the latest battlefield hardware. After the first Atlantic Aldery Wall, Lydai, which at the time was a relatively small conglomerate mostly focused on research, began branching out and investing in the AMA and Canadian corporations, supplying them with an infusion of technological creativity and forming corporate and political bonds that last to this day. Through the years, this enterprise has occasionally created conflicts of interest within the politics of the state. But Laidai's ideals and true devotion to Caldari above all else have always gotten it out of whatever political trouble it has found itself in. Nugoe Uvi, usually referred to by its corporate moniker NOH, Nikoi Uvi was originally a conglomerate of small companies that manufacture all manner of luxury goods, ranging from mobile delicatessens units to quality furniture. Once the Caldari had formed their independent empire, 
this enterprising group quickly moved to fill the void trait when the Galante Entertainment business was cut out. And over the year, NOH has gradually made entertainment its main focus. Time and time again, the corporation has been accused of underworld dealings and links to a number of organized crime syndicates with the state, as well as the Carista Pirates. These rumors, however, have never been substantiated. Sikulu Vesta also be, as it's more commonly called, is the second largest culinary corporation. It really focuses on agriculture, mining, real estate, and consumer projects. It owns, according to estimates from the House of Record, over a third of all Qatari real estate, when the assets of its subsidiaries are included. Suvi has a reputation as one of the state's most ruthless corporations. Sizing smaller rivals and setting up the spoils of hostile stakeholders to enter its dominance into whichever market sector it chooses. Why this often causes tensions between it and the other mega corporations, particularly Kalakiota, Suvi's most aided rival. It also forced competitors to think twice about challenging CQ Vesta in any market where it has significant influence. Throughout the ages, several scandals involving questionable gain of property and loss of innocent life has been quelled by Suvi's extensive PR department. Known to be the most skilled of its kind operating in the Calgary state, and quite possibly the whole cluster. Warrior Nikoni Known in respect throughout New Eden, the city that family name has been the driven force behind the Wiry Comic Corporation ever since its inception over a century ago, in the year preceding the Galante Calvary War. With a reputation built upon the unimpeachable word of its founder, Tayanol Sitioda, Warikami continues to enjoy a unique relationships with many of New Eden's most influential corporations. Given the reputation of most mega corporations, Warikami is regarded by those inside and outside the state as a curious anomaly due to its reputation for straight-laced business practice. Though, as many as a wavy competitor has learned over the years, this does not make it any less of a force to be reckoned with. The Sichuoda family has long been known as one of the most loyal and patriotic entities within the Calgary state, commanding immense respect and remaining concerned with the promotion of Calgary ideals above all else. 
Though members of the family have become more reclusive in the wake of a few odious scandals in the last century, their corporate contacts remain as loyal as ever, due in no small part to the wiry Comey Corporation's proven track record of unswerving allegiance to the state at large, as well as the corporation's own particular allies and associates. Wow, that was quite a diction exercise. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. I hope you like it. Please hit the bell to be advised of my new episode. So now we know that every mega corporation are specialized in different fields. But I was wondering, do they have all the same place when it's time for the politic? Does a mega corporation have more weight than another? because of what they do or cause it to have more people in that mega corporation? That's what we're gonna talk about in the next episode. See you next week, Kenneken friends!